0: Hello and welcome to the Carroll First Baptist Church podcast. I'm Peter Hill. And let us now bring on the other host, Pastor Mark and Pastor Chris. Good morning. Hello. So, today we're here to talk about the Olympics. I uh, will be discussing some of the open ceremonies, uh, also some of the athletes that have been participating, and also some commentary on a person who hasn't watched the Olympics at all, <laughs> i.e., me. So, you guys can take it away. I'll be blissfully ignorant and ask dumb questions about it. So, <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: Well, I think we we want to start opening w- ceremonies. With the opening ceremonies. Yeah. That'd be a good place yeah. to start. start with. Yeah, the opening ceremonies. That's good.
2: Can I start a, yeah, e- uh, like a year yeah. before the opening ceremonies? Okay. Because I just came across this article. I didn't notice this while I was watching the opening ceremonies, but I found out afterwards that there was a cyber attack on Pyeongchang, the whole Olympic stuff, which caused Internet going down in that area. It caused some technological problems uh, in the stadium, and most – significantly, kind of most significantly, I guess, in in my mind, was as Julie and I were watching this, I noticed that it didn't seem like it was all that full in the stadium. It seemed like there was empty seats in one section, obvious, because that's where the athletes end up going to, but the rest of the place, it, it looked kind of like a Lions game when you know that they lost, <laughs> and so everybody starts leaving.
1: Or... Any other or any Lions other game.
2: team? That's true. Oh, what? Or any other Lions game? Oh. That was a little blow.
1: blow. The truth. That's a little blow. The truth. <laughs> the Truth hurts. The truth.
2: But it turns out that a lot of people that were there with tickets because of the cyber attack, they couldn't access the information. Oh my word. Either the people on their phone or something, or or the 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 Ticket check-in people, people themselves. Yeah, wow. Because they usually have scanners and things that are hooked on to the, the internet wirelessly or some such thing. So there was a lot of people that had tickets to get into the opening ceremonies wow. that couldn't get in because of all this. And That's crazy. And of course, at the end of this thing, the cyber attack was directed at the Pyongyang Organizing Committee and incorporated... Co- and and incorporated code that was specifically designed to disrupt the games. And then, I don't know if this is just a writing liberty by uh, the New York Times here, but or perhaps even send a political message. Um, (laughs) uh, Because even our commentators, I think it was NBC commentators, say their little ditties and then talk about, they're always kind of pulling this political stuff uh, into it, uh, which may just be something that's always an easy target every time you have an Olympics with that many political groups in one spot.
1: On this day and age, right? I mean, current, I mean, of all places too, I mean, it'd be one thing to try to push particular topics into any, you know, Olympics where clearly there are nations, but I mean, in, in this country, South Korea, considering North Korea, Mm -hmm. I mean, that, it is fraught with a lot of political implications. It really is. I mean, it's not hard to get there. And The opening ceremonies with Kim Jong-un's sister oh, yeah, yeah. being yep. in attendance, that's kind of like a big deal. Every and, time they uh, got
2: onto her face, so she looked kind of not happy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and I mean, there's probably... I don't know if it's because she was yeah. sitting
2: next to Pence or something <laughs> or behind him, but...
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. Same box, yeah, that's pretty crazy.
2: Did you hear or notice that... Um, Somebody that came, I think, with Pence was the father of the the kid that was held for seventeen months, and then when he got home to Ohio, then he died. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that that's got to be kind of a yeah, which is interesting.
1: also you know a political statement oh, yeah. too, but also a a statement of reality. Like this isn't. I'm not accusing Pence or anybody of anything. I'm saying like that. That's. They, they want to bring attention to it and say, like, okay, this is fine that we're all, like, smiling at each other. But let's not forget mm-hmm. <laughs> what what happened and the reality of what goes on in that country and the, the uh, abuses that are, are happening and going unchecked by anybody, really, for that matter. So, yeah, that, that, that's been interesting, that whole – you're kind of – "Quote unquote unity of these two countries that clearly are not unified, and you know they're really the only the only thing they're unified in. I think sport wise is hockey, is man. the hockey, and they've been eliminated. <laughs> they didn't win any games, so that 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 that's all done. So I know they're still you know, competing under a a unified flag of some nature, but but that whole." Idea of unity was interesting because that's not unity. <laughs> like, I mean, what, what are you unifying under? Like, that's kind of like a, a false unity. You know, it's it's the difference between keeping peace and making peace. And so it's the difference between pacifying something and actually reconciling. And so that like, there's no reconciliation happening there. Like, so there's not really peace. There's not really unity. It is smoke and mirrors in the sense. And I mean, that you know, as much as we look at that and say, well, of course that's not unity. I mean, I think there's actually some theological implication there to say like, do we do that? Mm-hmm. Do we pacify? Do we claim unity when it's really it's really not unity? It's smile and nod so as not to have to confront. And we're, we're content with quote unquote keeping the peace yeah. instead of making peace. Yeah. Because making peace requires a change. It requires two parties coming together.
0: Yeah. Humbling humbling each yeah. other.
1: Yeah, and repentance. I mean it takes repentance yeah. for in order for, for peace and unity really to, to be known. So mm-hmm. so I don't think we're seeing unity there. And as much as even you know in the Olympics we can be really excited about America, which I love the Olympics. I love it. I'm like if I didn't have a family, I would probably stay <laughs> up and as much as possible and, and watch because the live stuff is at like three in the morning, uh-huh. and then you know they show some some live stuff later. But what, what's what's the big draw?
0: I just, I don't big get, draw of what of the Olympics? Like why?
1: Because you're competing against the 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 other athletes, the greatest athletes in, in all these other countries. You're you're competing together. And its games have been going on for what hundreds of years they that's historic
2: folks if you okay. could only see his face it's like a kid in a candy store kind of face going <laughs> it really on is. over here it it is, really it is. Which, uh, <laughs> i've been i've been
1: telling my wife for for days i was excited i mean I'm, my
2: wife came home on sunday and of all things she learned at church was that mark is really excited dude, about I these am, olympics so excited
1: and i'll tell you what i'm excited i watched i watched the skiathlon i think that's how you say it yeah so it's 15 kilometers. They switch skis and they go 15 kilometers again. Okay, so here's the story of this year's skiathlon. So oh Norway, they're legends in cross-country skiing. If you've if you've never if you if you didn't know anything about Norway, <laughs> yeah, I like, don't know. They they rule the roost on on uh, cross-country skiing. And so they're going, and I think there's like 56 or maybe 67, something like that skiers. So, I mean, they all start together too. It's like a, it's like a cross country race and they're going. And this is one guy from Norway is kind of, I don't know, probably two thirds of the way back. He falls. So they're all in lines. If you've ever seen Mm -hmm. it done, they're all in lines. So there's like, I don't know, there's like four or five lines and you're probably talking 12, 13 guys deep. I don't know if my math's very good there, but if that if that equals sixty seven, so he falls down, and like there are skiers falling on top of him, and he gets hit, hit in the head with like a pole, and like all the skiers go ahead, and he gets up. He is literally. I watched this race too. Um, after about two hundred meters, he is literally in last place, the last place. Like last? there are sixty six or some skiers in front of him. After the first
2: 200 meters of the entire race.
1: He is in last place. Ouch. That's a bummer. Okay. So from there, he begins to make his way back. Nowhere but up now, man. (laughs) Nowhere (laughs) but up. But over the next, I think he took the lead with like two kilometers to go or something like that. Something, something like that. Man. I mean, he was he got up to the front sooner than that. Talk but I mean, about earning it, the lead part, and he takes off on this hill, and it, you you watch it back. It's kind of funny because he's kind of getting back up to the group, and the commentators saying, um, "Man, he's used a lot of energy to get all the way back up. I don't know if he's going to have enough to, to to finish. You know, when when it comes time to sprint <laughs> or whatever." And with I think it's like two kilometers left or something like that, he takes off on a hill. Uphill or down? Uphill. And he, up, 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 <laughs> uphill. And he yeah. just he just wrecks everybody, and he literally he's just, a second did, time. Did he, did, he <laughs> fall, did he fall again? <laughs> he did not fall, but he took off and like no one went, no one went with him, and he literally just skied away. Like he was up by like twenty seconds at one point over the over the oh, the wow. silver medal, and so off he went. And then the other guys were left to fight for silver and and bronze. And it ends up that Norway pulls a a sweep and they go one, two, three in the skiathlon. Yeah. And so, I mean, just like the sport element of that is awesome. But then you actually think about the perseverance element of that and think about like what that had to take for a person in the the, the biggest stage of of their life and their sport. And they're in the back of the pack. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure that I would have had it in me to be like, I know what I'll do. I'll just ski to the front and win now. <laughs> like what? There's 67 riders in front of you. Like that. That's un- most of the events
2: in the Olympics. If you fall or something, yes, you're done
1: because they are they are you know because they're all
0: the best athletes, right?
1: And they're within seconds of each other yes. or or less than now, seconds. now
2: cross country stuff. I mean. Well, it's, it's Obviously, long, it's too. happened. It's long. It's because he went from back to front, but there's but time. There's yeah.
1: time. Yeah. Right. But making even up that kind of distance is still unheard Oh, yeah. Of. yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy, crazy.
2: But um, we were watching the uh, this married couple do their skating stuff. Okay. And I don't know. I grew up watching figure skating because my mother loved it. And so it was, like, always on TV and whatever. But... Whenever our people get up there, I get, like, my stomach in knots because I don't want them to fall <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because I want them to do well and stuff. Plus, right. it's ice, and I've fallen on ice when I was all bundled up, and it hurts, let alone wearing basically nothing and falling on the ice. Right. So, anyway, I'm watching these guys, and I'm just, like, cringing the whole time. Every time you got this big dude that chucks a tiny girl, like, across the ice in this circle. It's crazy. And she lands. Anyway, but you're freaking out that she's going to biff it. They fall, and immediately you know they're done. Right. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those sports that, you know, you fall, you're done. Yeah. The snowboarder dude from Michigan here, he yeah. fell the first time. Okay, that's fine. He still got a second run, but he yeah. fell again. He just throws his hands up there like, oh, well, I tried kind of a thing. <laughs> right. Like, it's done. Did Do they, like, finish skating the round? though? yeah. They just fall and they up. No, nope. they, they fall and I... they keep going. They, they, they kept going because he fell relatively early in their long program and – and yeah, they kept going. Yeah. Um,
1: some of them don't do maybe their whole. If they have another run, they won't do like their regular run because yeah. they're gonna like save it yeah. for yeah. their next run. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but so, yeah, they still probably ski down, um, ski down, and do something. Yeah. Well, something. we were talking about the. Uh, we kind of talked about the opening ceremonies, and then we kind of moved past it. But while it was going on, the actual ceremonies, it was. I don't know. I I always kind of find the opening ceremonies interesting on a creative level, like what they, what they're going to do, like how they're going to do their presentation and, uh, the kind of use of technology. And I like um, the floor. Yeah. <laughs> or I that mean, projection stuff. That it was crazy. Like, a lot of it was crazy. And I'm not sure if you saw the part where I think it was at the end when the skiers were coming down the mountain and they had like flares and stuff. And then up in the sky. Hmm. Okay. Then up in the sky, there was like, it looked like stars it was in the shape of a like a snowboarder or something they were drones oh wow and then really? the drones all transitioned into the olympic rings it was crazy yeah, that's cool. and they're like those are all drones and you're like what they're drones <laughs> like how's that possible that so was just like you know cgi or whatever yeah. i mean just computer whatever but supposedly they were drones I'm like that's unbelievable drones are crazy but anyways, back to this opening ceremony. I fell
2: asleep. You my fell wife, asleep during the opening Well, some of it. My wife makes fun of me because she says, you need to be cultured more. Because uh, I'm like, dude, just get to the stinking games and stuff. Like uh, the little vignettes and things that they show. And, you know, I guess I'm not too cultured because they're doing their, their dancing and their yeah. things with the, the tiger and the animals and stuff. And I'm just yeah. kind of like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. Let's introduce some people. Let's let's see who's here, and and let's get on with the games. Like I, she makes fun of me because I'm just really lame, and yeah. so I guess I kind of fell asleep at one point and She had to wake
1: me up. <laughs> well, during that time where you may have been sleeping, they were talking about South Korea, and you know some of South Korea's. I mean, really, it's it's theology is what it really is their belief system. A lot of that, and they they talked about a number of things that that are actually. I mean, if you were if you were listening, you would have been like, "Wait a second, <laughs> I'm not sure about that." So you talk about the tiger, so the tiger is kind of like their symbol, and so yeah. you'll see all those you'll see the they get the, the Hello Kitty looking yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it seriously looks like something. My, like, and there's a mascot dude walking around too. I don't yes. know if you saw him. I don't one, know what the deal is. like a with giant that. Hello Kitty. But apparently, the tiger has a couple of things. One, they say that South Korea as a country looks like a tiger. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. But secondly, it has like, it kind of like they identify with the tiger. Like the tiger is some sort of like their, like. uh, I mean, not a mascot, but I mean, I don't know if it's like their national animal or something like we have state birds. They have a national animal. I don't know. But when they were talking about the animals, they were in this opening ceremony. They had people who were in, uh, what do you call those things? Where you were talking about the yeah, tiger, where they tiger were inside it? Things, yeah. yeah, they were like inside it, and the tiger was on yeah. there. It was like five people inside it. Yeah, yeah. So they had different animals, kind and they were Chinese all kind of like things, yeah, Chinese the... dragon. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. They're all on the, the floor together, and, they're, and the commentators are saying this is this, is this example of, of all these animals being together, and that, that all things come from the same energy, the mountains and the animals. So therefore, in Korea, it is believed that, that all things could or, or should be living in, in peace and in harmony. Huh, that sounds familiar. And it was kind of like, yeah, there's one really big problem with that. That's absolutely just not even true at all. Like that—that that is not how life is. Like, You'll put your baby by the tiger, and see what right? Happens. Right. I mean, th- that sounds nice, except that is completely not reality, right? I mean, that, that's not reality at all. But for the Christian, right, from a Christian
2: worldview, you look at that and say, "Well, that was the intent from the beginning, and that's where it's going to
1: end." Right. Up. So, I mean, you yeah. read Isaiah 11, and you hear about about this idea of of this coming day when when. You can. You, you can put your baby by the 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 whatever, the hole, the cobra or whatever it is, and and the, the lion'll lay down with the lamb all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and you're like, Man, okay, so great thought there guys, but you're missing a massive component <laughs> that, that one is that there's a problem of sin that has to be dealt with and once it has been dealt with finally and fully, there will be a, a measure of Not a measure. There'll be complete peace, Mm -hmm. complete harmony, and yes, with man and beast. But that is not now. That was paradise. That was lost through sin, and yet it's coming. So I mean when you listen to that, like it sounds really like nice and like, oh, peace, harmony, it's great. Let's all just like group hug with the, the animals. Like, but that's not the world you live in. And the more the more we talk like that, I just feel like it it minimizes the reality that is, and also The necessity of the gospel to bring about the very thing that they say that it's supposed to be the only way you get that is through the work of Jesus. So I found it interesting to kind of watch that and listen to those worldview implications from the the mind of a with informed trying to be informed of the Bible Mm -hmm. and seeing uh, some of the
0: things, isn't that kind of how most worldview is, though? It, It always tends to. To come together when we see in reality like for for our reality in the Christian worldview that it's it's not going towards reality, it's going towards chaos it's sin is corrupting more and more instead of building together right yes that that is true, but I think that what
1: sometimes is happening with some worldviews is that they're wanting to assume the best, but the missing element of that 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 makes the best the
0: best yep. they they aren't including yeah. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just saying that not just it's not just South Korea that that's a common sure. that's a common, sure. that's a view. Yeah, yeah. yeah. got gotcha. you.
1: Yep. yep. I guess I just one more thing. One of the things they talked about with Koreans is that they they go often with their last name first. Yeah. And the reason they do that is because there is an emphasis on the group, like mm. their family, yeah. the group, the significance of what a, a group can do, and we live in a very different society. Where there's emphasis on what I can do as yeah. an individual, and I actually was kind yes. of I, I heard that and I kind of thought, man, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Like I like that because I think there's again I think there's an implication there for the Christian that says, "You know, what is my ultimate identity? It's not in my first name, and in, in truth, it's not in my last name either. It's in my name that that's written in the Lamb's Book mm-hmm. of Life, right? Like it's it's another name, and it is the fact that I'm I'm no longer my own. I'm I've been adopted into another family so there is a bigger picture that we are living for a bigger reality than just my name or even my family some of those familial cultures i don't know i I think there's something really really cool about that Mm -hmm. that they they elevate the family sometimes inappropriately so but i appreciate the understanding of that uh the family is important and uh, there's value in it and there's a lot of good things
0: about that, for sure. Hosting the Olympics is a terrible investment.
1: Yeah. Well, they, they've had trouble getting people
0: because of it. Yeah. 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 They are the latest analytics. This is from five thirty eight, ESPN's kind of analytical division. And they had stuff on Rio. And Rio went $1.6 billion over budget. Good grief. Which is actually pretty good recently. Um, <laughs> That's be, pretty good? Before 1999, wow. the average over was about 166 percent and so they were going double double two and a half times as much but post 1999 it's 51 and they implemented a program to help cities build better and to do better uh but the funny thing is is uh they went through and did like how row construction and other public works projects affected but i think they went to road construction and road construction was only like 10 or 20 percent whatever budget oftentimes but it also went under budget sometimes. So what's going over budget? Rio Rio planned to go at three billion. Their bid right. was for three billion, and what happened with the accelerated costs and the deadline? Because it's firm; it's a firm deadline. You can't, yeah, extend the games. They have to pay more for the, the more okay. work to be done, and so mm-hmm. that's where they don't usually account for that when building because they don't you don't plan for things to happen right. that to go. So wrong. how much did they spend? They spent four point six billion. That was at uh. August fifteenth, twenty sixteen, and so that's it's about fifty percent over. But they said for that developing country that it'd probably be more economically beneficial to do infrastructure because um, right. that's that's going to have a much lasting, much more lasting impact. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and you can get a lot more bang for your buck with infrastructure because it's only going to go over about ten or twenty percent mm-hmm. while doing it, and those often have a larger impact in the two or three weeks that having hosting the Olympic Games will have on right. your economy. And so I thought that was a really interesting article. Um, again, it's at five thirty-eight. Hosting the Olympics is a terrible investment. It goes into a lot more nitty-gritty about it, but it's kind of funny that we always talk about wanting to host Olympic games, when right. in reality, it's sometimes not the best thing to do.
1: Right. Well, I think you
0: do. You get this image of a country
1: for two weeks, yeah. And you don't. You don't see the yeah. fallout yeah. or the lead up. Yeah. I mean Rio got some press because it it was it was the struggle bus leading mm-hmm. up, yeah. and I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of what it is now two years later. Yeah. I mean it's not good. Like yeah. the, the stuff's like ew. there's a
2: lot of those places that you can look at the pictures of. Yeah, and you've got bobsledding tunnels and stuff that's yeah. and foliage is all grown up yeah, over do do it, kind it? of thing. And and so as you're talking about going over by one point six billion or one hundred percent over budget. These things are there for those two weeks, right. and then,
1: right, and, and then the, I mean that the implication or the the uh, fallout of that or the problem with it is like the, like a trickle down effect on on an economy and on a people, on a, on, a, on a country, right? Like I mean, people can be, governments can be uh, affected due to their their mm-hmm. uh, severe indebtedness. I don't cool. know. And is it worth it
0: even in a developed country cuz i mean brazil is not developed it's still a second world country even london hosted it in 2012 and their bid was about 3.3 billion it turned out to be around 15 billion and so those those cities are just and it's just it's the city really that's laden with that debt that whole bunch of extra debt and the like just, how do you get out of that just the return it just doesn't happen
1: like i mean what do you do like raise taxes like i mean how how else do you get out of it seriously like how do you, how do you get out of that debt you don't, right? I mean, it, I guess that is just also like a a good like. I mean, I think we we've, we've said this before about even our own country. Like, if anybody if anybody kept their finances the way the way like our country, the, this debt ceiling, this kicking the can down the mm. the, the the road on on a budget, and all these kind of things. Like, no one else could do that. You can't do that with your money. Be like, oh, I'm just gonna not pay my debts for the next I don't know, fifty years. Like basically if you have debt, yeah, you're you're a slave. You're a slave to the to to the, the one body. you owe. I mean until you will be. I mean that's just the way it is. And so College is a killer, don't do it. I'll tell you what, man, yeah. that's a whole that that's We're another safe. podcast. Yes, yeah, that
2: is another podcast. podcast. And I've got the perfect uh the death of political cartoon picture
0: for that one too. <laughs> That's good on an uh, audio meeting. I know. I know. All right, well, I think that's it for today. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We hope you guys learned a little bit more about the Olympics. Hope you're enjoying the Olympics. Because Pete's not. <laughs> I'm enjoying it from afar. So, Vicariously yep, thank you through again. this podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we just hope to see you next time.